Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to Tara. She has many hats. She's just Tara. She's Willow's mum and she's Tara from Kindship. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right. This is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. How are you? Yes, great. Thank you. That's good. We've, you know, you know that we love weather chat peas and Melbourne's they're cold and then hot and then warm and then raining. So that's... I've got like Birkenstocks on with my yeah. toes out, but then a cardigan. <laughs> we're we're hedging our bets. Whatever yeah. That phrase means. Oh, October. Yeah, October. We've got like eczema. My mum was I always know. like, "Do not get married in October." When did I get married? October twentieth. <laughs> Yeah, because I always get like eczema on my face or my arms and hay fevery and all that. Hay fever. Anyway, yep. Blah blah blah. Mm, Yes, we're speaking to someone in warm weather. She's wearing a tank top. Yeah, we're excited when we saw the tank top. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Yes, hello everyone. Um, I'm Tara, as Mandy said. Um, you may have seen me on, I um, run Willow's page. Willow's my daughter yeah. um, and work for Kindship. So yes. happy to be here. Ah, and chat we're thrilled to have you. And for some keen listeners, you are married to Kirk, who was a bean. Yes. Yeah. Who was interviewed yeah. with Gary as well. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. He loved doing those. They were great. Oh, yeah, so, they were so great. Good. So good. I, I would know. be happy if they ever came back, if Gary's <clears throat> ever ready. We would be yeah. very happy to have them back. Kirk will jump on board if he's ready. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with our questions. Yep. Okay, yes. so do you have a favourite song or band or music that keeps you pumped up when you're feeling good or lifts you up when you're feeling low? Um, I People often ask me, like, what's your favourite song? I can never remember names or artists or anything. Mm. I love all the music. Yeah. But <laughs> I always I have a Ziggy Alberts playlist. Yeah. That's just like the perfect combination mm. of what I love. It's like sort of acoustic-y, but it always lifts me up. Yeah. Um, and Willow even um, in the morning, we, she started to make a habit because she was struggling to go to school and I was just thinking of all the things I could do. 
and we did these visuals and one of them was like we put on music when we get dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always put on Ziggy Albert playlist when she gets ready and, and she'll put it on to calm herself. So it's just oh. a real mix of songs. Beautiful. Um, cooking, everything, we'll put it on. But then one more, um, Horses by Daryl ba- Braithwaite. Oh, what a classic. I love that. One day it came on and um, I started singing it and Willie started singing it. She'd never heard it before. And um, she was like, it's like us, Mum. Like if I fall, you pick me up. So now whenever we go to anywhere, that's our go-to request song. Like she had a little karaoke party at her friends and she's like, can we put Daryl Brayton on the (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that's become a really special song to us oh, now. Oh, how gorgeous. I mean, it is intergenerational. Totally. Yeah. That everybody belts that out. Oh, everyone. Yeah. yeah, and I love saying, you know, one of the kids is annoyed or whatever. I'm like, that's just the way it's going to be, little darling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Oh, what do we have? Okay, sorry, <laughs> me. Um, and did you win any awards at school or have you won any awards in your life? I was trying to have a think and I just, like, I think I would have gotten a lot, like, of the little merit ones. Mm-hmm. I was a bit of a goody two-shoes at yeah. school. Did all the right things. Um, but there's nothing in particular that stands out to me. Yeah. I got captain. That was mm-hmm. a big Oh, yeah, that's yeah. But, yeah, I can't. I think I would have just got a lot of little ones along the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I'm obviously much older than you, but I don't even know if we had little awards. We didn't. No. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I remember. Yeah. When like, did that come in? Like student of the week every yeah, week yeah, and stuff that, like that. I mean, I'm. They 50. have it at school, and Willow's like so like I've got, got to get one this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, she's it was, very. It'd be me. <laughs> every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets one. I reckon it might have been the late 90s. Yeah, maybe. That it came around. Mm. It wasn't the early 90s when I finished. No, no, no. (laughs) All right, so you're like us. No awards, really. Yeah, no. No, no big difference. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and our favourite question, why are you a P? Um, I am a P because I've spoken about Willow. Um, So I'm a mum to three. Um, First daughter of a cruisy standard pregnancy everything went to plan I was um I was actually induced I went 10 days over with her and she was a whopping 9.9 pounds wow yeah and then so second pregnancy I just assumed will just be exactly the same um why wouldn't it and so I had a few complications um went to hospital along the way to get checked out um at 29 weeks I had a bleed mm. and um it was my second one so I the first one I was just it was horrific I was mm. like I've lost this baby mm. um second one I was like oh sweet like I was doing my primary internship at the time so I'm like mm. I have to go I have to go to school mm. so I was going to go and Kirk's like oh you better just go to the doc- a hospital on the way um so I did and I was having contractions I didn't oh, know I was yeah thinking oh these are just sprucks and hicks like yeah. this is normal um and then yeah I got to the hospital I think within an hour and a half I had willow wow and, um, yeah that Thank was 20 she went imagine yeah, yeah. And still so like I didn't even tell them I was having Brax and hicks because I was like well that's usual yeah. and then it wasn't until um a lady came in like a nurse came and monitored me and I said oh I'm having like 
I'm like, they could be contractions. I don't know if they're Braxton Hicks. And she panicked in the room, instantly filled with all these Mm. nurses. Um, And I was still pretty cool and calm and collected. And then it wasn't until one lady um, like came next to me and she was like, you're about to have your baby. And I just was like, what? Um, So, yes. So we had Willow at 29 weeks. Did Kurt get there? Or we he just got there in time. Wow. So with your first, did you um, have your first baby vaginally? Yes. Did Were the contractions painful and you knew and it was? Um, no. Well, because I was induced, it sort of. Oh, uh, yeah. Quite quickly. Yeah. Mm. So I had, it was difficult to compare and I did have Braxton Hicks with You're Ava. probably thinking I'm 29 weeks. It's yeah, not, exactly. not here. Yeah. Braxton Hicks. So Willow was an emergency C-section. Um, and, yeah, we spent the first, I think, eight weeks in the NICU. Mm. Um, at two weeks old she had a routine brain scan mm. and doctor told me um, she had damage to the brain. Mm. Uh, it was actually was like the best moment and lowest moment because she had just graduated from her humidity crib. Yeah. So I went in, I'm like, I was like, where is she? And they told me she's in this bassinet. Yeah. I could touch and feel her. Yeah. Like I feel like that's when I felt like a real mum. Yes. Like I couldn't touch her or do anything. Mm. Um, so I was overjoyed. And then then this doctor came in that I've never seen before and just really abruptly and rudely told me about this damage to her brain and all these things that she would have wrong with her. Um, and he said cerebral palsy, he said mm. intellect, like he just rattled off this long list. Um, and I I was sitting down and I remember I felt like I was going to fall. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a fall. Um, and I said to him, well, she might not have anything like you don't know and he's like no she will and oh. and I just ran out crying Kirk wasn't with me or anything of course. did you know she'd had a scan um no I didn't oh, even know this is oh, terrible gosh. yeah so Kirk came in to me running out crying he's like what is the matter oh. um and so I told him and he just he found the doctor and sort of had a stern word to him really he's, good how dare you talk to my wife without me there yes how dare Tell her like that, like it's no, nothing, no big deal. Yeah. Um, I was just ticking a list. I've got done this, got to yeah, go Yeah, like, oh, I've got to see the Tara Thompson. Yep, mm. here we go. Um, so, yeah, so that was a pretty scary night. Um, but then we sort of just got on with it. I, I was always um, looking for signs, like cerebral mm. palsy just stuck in my head, yeah. like sounded like this big scary yeah. word. That was the one that stuck out to me. Um, so I just kept looking for signs and she she wasn't, um, she didn't do much as a baby. Like she mm. was really lazy and placid and, um, but I noticed she started clenching her fists a lot, mm. particularly her right one. It mm. was always fist and because Dr. Google, I was like, yep, mm. that's a, yeah. Um, so I sort of, I sort of knew deep down, I think. And then at seven months old, we had a regular pediatrician appointment and he confirmed the cerebral palsy mm. diagnosis and, yeah, and then that's how it all began. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> wow. And yeah. so when, back to the birth, were you, why did you bleed? Like what? what? Um, so my placenta was quite close to the cervix. Right. So when I had the first bleed, they said that, and I was like, oh, that's my internship gone. Um, mm. <laughs> so am I on bed rest? And they're like, no, no, do everything normal. I'm like, okay. oh. Is that actually, should that have been I'm the like, advice okay. you were given? <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I continued doing my internship, oh, which yeah. is 
stressful. Like, mm. yes. So, yeah, in the end, my placenta ruptured just oh. as they got her out. Um, wow. So it was very, yeah, Goodness. crazy, crazy oh. time. Unbelievable. And how big was she? She was 3.3 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Little. I think that's baby. like two kilos. Uh, yeah. Little. Yeah. One. Be one something, wouldn't it? Oh, 1.4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So she was tiny. But by the time we left, she actually could leave hospital at, um, I think she was 10 weeks. So she was like 40 weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corrected age, um, but by the time we left, she was huge. Like I just, make, <laughs> I make big babies. No. <laughs> babies. Oh. So it was great. She, yeah, she left nice and chubby, and yeah. So I found you on Instagram when you were doing all of her early intervention, mm. and I was just like, wow, this woman. is incredible, mm. and what you were bringing to the world about all that home therapy. My girls are yeah. older, mm. so I did little bits of stuff like that, but to see you doing it online was just incredible. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Tell us about how you started that. Um, okay, so she, so we got the diagnosis, and I think I um, – I just assumed I accepted it straight away because I was like, I have to. She's my daughter. Yeah. Everything's fine. Um, we got, I just got stuck into the early intervention world, going to these appointments. Um, it's sort of, it was just so consuming. I felt like I was in this weird bubble. Of, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't know. Like I was okay, but I just, I, I don't know. I just went full, full force in um, the early intervention world. So, um, taking her to these appointments and then trying to do the therapy at home. And it was just all felt very stressful. Mm. Then I was Googling, like at the time she had to do bimenial therapy and constraint therapy. Yeah. Started Googling it. And I'm like, there's nothing on there. It's like, how could there be nothing to help me to know what to do? Obviously, I learned from the therapist, um, but that just baffled me. And can we just explain what that means? Um, so <laughs> constraint therapy, because her. At that age, like at seven months, a year old, Willie didn't even know she had a right hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just didn't exist. So constraint therapy is when you um, don't allow her to use her functional hand, mm. like you put a bandage or something. We could have had it casted, but I we never went down. Mm. The, we just stuck to the therapy. So then it sort of forces her, if she wanted to touch something, yes. trying to get those brain waves to mm-hmm. use that hand. And then by manual therapy is all about, um, using that hand as a helping hand and yeah, in cu- using, using ways that you have to have two hands to yes. play with. Yes. Um, but so I knew what it was, but I was just struggling. Like she was little, like it needs to be fun. Yes. Surely there, there was nothing. Um, and I also found it hard. Ava was two at, at the time and I was like, I'm home to therapy. Like I was just so consumed in it all yeah. and felt guilty that I was leaving her out. Yeah. Um, yeah, one day, um, I just always remember it, I Kirk had like this wood lying around and I'm like, oh, it was like a big plank of wood. So I got it out and I got all these paints out and she used her two hands. Ava was using it for sensory play. We were all just playing together. Um, and I thought, oh, my God, she's sitting. She's using her hands, yes. her core. She's using her neck muscles. Um, and Ava was there and I'm like, it's just play. Like, mm. And it just sort of ignited something. Yeah. So I have a background in childcare yeah. and love creative. So it just sparked this passion for early intervention. Um, and I started just playing with my girls at home yeah. and then 
incorporating it like that. Um, I started the page um, to start with to just share what we were doing with Kirk, my husband. And then I invited my family and I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing with Willow at home. And then um, I thought, I wonder if I should just take it off private and I'll buy manual therapy and physio and play therapy. Um, And so I started doing that and sharing these activities we were doing at home and it just went from there. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. It sort of blew up. Yeah. Um, But when I mentioned about the acceptance part I feel like that's truly when my acceptance journey began because I um all of a sudden I was talking to families all over the yes um connecting with them and I was just like wow and I felt like me again and yeah just it was the most amazing journey Mm. yeah yeah I feel like you were one of the first to be doing that yeah well now there's a few um parents with their kids are younger and they're doing I'm like oh um, and I miss it so much. Like I miss to, like having that time with them at home. It was really special. Mm. They all loved it. And um, they got to a stage where Willow, Willow's got such a good relationship with therapy, mm. like appointments. The physio is hard, but she loves to go. Yeah. And, yeah, when she was a little bit older, like three or four, she would ask me to do therapy, like, what are we doing today? Yeah. And, um, then as she got a little bit older and the sassiness started, <laughs> she would like fall over or something. And then yeah. she like, that's because we didn't do therapy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My fault again. <laughs> and we have to say, and I think this matters more than I can even um, articulate. You made it beautiful. No, oh my gosh, you did. And it was pretty and it was oh, aesthetic and it matched yeah. your home and it wasn't yeah. like all this red and yellow plastic. Yeah. Or, and I, I just think for so many of us who are plunged into a different life, you're like, oh, this doesn't match with mum, but I, li- I like a nice home. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Well, that just made me feel happy. Like yeah. and I, um, I would set up these beautiful things for her and that just gave me so much satisfaction. Yes. Then. Um, we always we always had like music on and like yeah. I just wanted it to be just not chaos. Mm. So yeah. I swore it wasn't chaos. And you'd worked um, in childcare as had I. So that like we knew chaos. We room <laughs> yeah. of thirty three year olds or you know ten babies. And yeah. you know that you can do that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I sort of set up a room, and I was like, mm. one of my friends came over and said, "What is going on here?" I was like, "Well, I've just started my own childcare center." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love setting up their quiet play and all their little oh, people play. I loved it. So fun. Well, yeah. I used to do, like the sensory rice and all that. Yeah. Like, a mess, but we just cleaned it up. Yeah. Like, not a big deal. No, no. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did a lovely job. Yeah, it was really fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it was really great to watch. There was a little part of me great to watch and another part of me going, I don't want her to burn out. Mm. Oh, that's how <laughs> I was feeling for you. Mm. I um yeah no I never did any if I did feel like I burned it was usually Willow as well like if we were tired mm. then yeah. it, it wasn't this pressure at the start it was this pressure like oh I've got to work on this and we need to do yeah, that yeah it feels very um, time pressure when they're little with CP yeah. it's like well you've got to, you know we've got to do this before the muscles get too tight or yeah yes yeah well even um and yeah and I think therapists like you've got to retrain these are the years yep. of retrain brain just but I've I did get into my groove and that's what I said to parents too don't look at what we're doing and think oh I'm not doing enough like whatever you're doing is enough yeah some days we did nothing sometimes we had 
like big breaks where we did nothing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's important. There's no point doing it if it's stressful for you and you're yeah. trying. Oh, you did a great job. Tell us a little bit about the surgery that you did overseas and how mm. did that come about? Yeah, so um, it's funny. There's Someone reached out to me on Instagram when Willow was about one and let me know about this surgery called SDR surgery. Um, and I, he asked to, like, he wanted to tell me all about it. He said his son had the surgery and I was like, oh, okay. And, um, but I sort of was like, well, no, she's only one. Why am I, why would mm. I think about surgery? Yeah. So I just put it at the back of my brain. Um, but then being on, um, having the Instagram page and connecting with these families, yes. I was more and more about this surgery. Mm. Um, so when she was about two, I, I brought it up to our Australian specialist team and they flat out just were like, no way. You don't even think about it. That Like she won't be having that surgery. I was like, oh, okay, um, that's it. And I stopped thinking about it. But then it just keep, kept coming back. Um, mm. And then more and more parents were telling me about it. I was seeing more of these children that had it. Um, so I brought it up again six months later. Again, it was flat out, no, I told her. Um, and then I started researching it, actively researching it. I think um, this was a bit before she was three and I started having a lot of conversations, like purposeful, meaningful conversations with other parents. Mm. And I learned a lot about it and I remember there was a specialist appointment and I brought it up to him and I was telling him all the things. He's like, to be honest, you seem to know more than I do. Um, and I was like, wow. oh, crazy. And um I was like, all right. So I'm like, the, and there was this doctor um, in St. Louis called Dr. Park. So a lot of children were getting fundraising and seeing him. Um, and at the time he'd done the surgery 4,000 times. Mm. And um, so going into the next appointment, so we go to Westmead Children's Hospital and she's got a great team. I yeah. really remember all the doctors. I think they're great, which is why I listened to mm. them. Yeah, of course. I trusted them so much. Um, so I think, I don't know, she might've been about three by this time when I brought it up again. And then, um, I said, well, how many times, like, have you, have you done the operation? And they said, yes. And I'm like, how many times? They said 29. I'm like, so 29 this year. And they're like, no, 29 all up. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I thought, what's the worst that can happen? We'll apply. We'll see what this doctor says. Mm. Um, it was um, a huge application process. We had to send MRIs and spinal x-rays and all the things and videos. Um, and he got back to us like a month later and just said that she's actually a perfect candidate. And just there were so many dot points of what, how it would change her life, like improve her sleep, improve how she would move, like just tiny things that weren't tiny to us, that mm -hmm. were everything. Um, and one of them was he could see her walking independently mm. in, and if she had the operation and so we just decided that we got we have to go for it mm. um, so we started fundraising because that would cost us a fortune oh yeah it was I think the surgery because she had to have SDR and perk surgery which is calf lengthening um I think it was over a hundred thousand dollars <gasps> we wow. just didn't have a hundred thousand dollars. I don't think anyone has. No, not no. Many people. Um, and weren't in a position to borrow it. Mm -hmm. And I was working because I was home with Willow. Yeah. Um, so I have 
amazing friends and family. And for a year and a half, we fundraised the money. Um, and yeah, we went over. I think she was turning, she was four when we went over, um, turning five. And it actually went really smoothly. Mm. We were over there for five weeks. Um, I made a social story for I her. I you mm. being over there. and Yeah. yeah. And she just, she thought that was the best thing in the world. She would read it every <laughs> night. And then it was just perfect because she, um, and it was on the SDR surgery. So even to the the airport, I'm like, when we get, because she, um, she has a diagnosis of autism as well. So um, just things, she, she loves to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. She gets um, overwhelmed by situations. And so I, put everything in there like at the airport it will be busy we, you will have to wait in a line and just and she would recite as we're going didn't even have the book but we're still <laughs> awesome she's like I'm going to be patient because I know we have to wait in this line I'm like, <laughs> and she's so young but she was she's just so clever and she smart. is clued on mm. um so that was the best thing I'd ever done that um that social book because she had to be in bed for five days not mm. moving mm. um not even sitting up. Can you explain so, the surgery, what SDR means? Yep. So um, this is not technical language. This is terms that I understand. Um, so it's a spinal operation where they cut the nerves so, and that um, like loosens the spasticity because that's the cerebral palsy that Willow has, yep. which just means her body is tight. Yes. So she, she learned to use her body with it being tight. So by not having that spasticity meet, meant that she could um, use it with more um, confidence and she could use in an, in, in, in a way that she couldn't before. Mm-hmm. So, But the downside to that was um, she, we would sort of have to retrain her way of move, moving. Yes. And because she was using her body with that tone and tightness, mm-hmm. With that gone, she lost strength. Yes. Um, so it was actually very scary after we got out of hospital um, because we could, she could sort of stand up holding us. And but she was more weak then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Like Botox. Walk, yep. Yes. And could walk in her walker. And then after it, she couldn't do any of yeah, that. Yeah, right. At this moment, like, what the hell have we done? Oh. Um, it was awful. Mm. But she had a, we were there for five weeks. So she had, think three weeks of intense rehab um and by the end of it I actually came home two weeks earlier to be with my other two mm. girls um so couldn't be away for them for five weeks mm-hmm. um by the end of it Kirk had sent me a video of her walking independently yeah. Yeah. she'd never been able to do in her life mm. which um we didn't go into it so she could walk not at all like we went into it so she could sit on the fo- floor properly yeah. she couldn't sit on the floor she yeah. Things were so tight. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And it just changed her life in so many ways. Um, and I'm just like, if if I didn't meet these parents online and wouldn't have known about it because it's not done here. Yeah. Mm. Um, So what do your specialists say about it? Were they impressed? Um, so hard for them, maybe. They got on board a little bit more, I think, once we decided. Mm. Um, and once I explained to them that I'm not going there for a miracle. It's not about her walking. Like mm. um, that, that didn't matter. I'm like, if I can give her a better quality of life and keep her, like, make sure she's a little bit more comfortable, mm. why wouldn't I do that? Mm. Um, so that sort of, I think, them knowing that my expectations were realistic, um, they 
they did get on board a little bit. I remember her physio at the time still wasn't pro-operation either. So it was quite scary because... Mm, I bet it would have been. Russia goes so much, but I just was going with my gut and what the other parents said. Yeah. But coming back, um, after they saw her after the operation. Actually, we came back and I think they saw her once and then it was um, COVID. So ah, of course. appointments. Um, and with SDR, it's not six months that's the progress. It's years. Yeah. Uh, so years of progress from it. Um, and then I guess you probably get to a baseline. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they were so happy. They thought it was a great success. They never really raved, like never said this was the best thing or like. And they can't, I suppose. Great yeah. that you've done this or anything like that. But, um, yeah, no negative comments like you shouldn't have done it or, um, yeah. So and every time she's been, they've been really happy with her progress and how she's moving and I remember like- what hit me was you came back with these awesome AFOs from America and then you couldn't replicate them here. And as an yeah. AFO mum, I was just like, oh, I can just imagine what you're going through. Yeah. <laughs> well, even AFOs, I'm like, she just, she'd had them since she was yes. little. I just assumed, oh, that's what they are. Yeah, like, same. They feel crap. They, yeah. They don't they- fit in shoes. They're thick. Um and she just grew up thinking, well, I've got to wear them. Yeah. And I was like, you have to wear them. Um, yeah, so these ones in America were amazing. She could stay in them all day. Yeah. Um, where I think she had them for a year and a half. Like they really lasted. Wow. Um, and then we went back to our, um, to we usually get them done through. And I got them back. And like I don't, I don't get angry that much. But when I got her new ones back, I was like, these are crap. Yeah. Like, just so crap. So thick. They just look like they could have fit anyone. They weren't made for her. her. Yeah. And then she put them on. She could barely walk in them. She was in tears. She was so uncomfy. Oh, yeah. And I was furious. Yeah, I'm like, this fair. Is right. And then even when... um. I actually brought them back because I'm like, they don't fit her. And they were digging in yep. and blisters awful. Big around some parts. Yep. And I was like, you didn't even, um, it's like this quick cast mold. Yeah. Um, so then like through the Instagram page, I put it out there like, how do I find decent? Yes, a good mm. orthotist. Yep. And then I found Temra from Access Orthotics. She's in Wollongong. Yeah. And we went, we've been going to her for like four years now. Yeah. And I was amazed. Like she said, the initial appointment will be an hour and a half. And I was like, why? Um, but she so thorough. She mm. measures. Awesome. Makes, makes videos. Right. And she makes a cast, but then she does 3D printing. And it was just the craziest experience. Then she books two follow-up appointments. Awesome. Watches. And so mm. we found our person. Um, but she's so passionate about it too because she just – knows like we're so we're lacking here yeah Um, Mm. i had so many therapists reach out to me and they were the same they're like it's disgraceful like um such a big part of your life of your child's life in wearing the afos all day every day and so if they're not right they really really impacts their lives so why do we use a different do they believe the australian ones work better the australian i just think um, 
we're just behind like we we're not advanced in that area yet and um temra is she was actually a year ago conducting like this huge research project to like bring bring this wealth of knowledge to australia and train more people and Mm -hmm. so i think we'll get there um but yeah especially four years ago it was yeah and then i know so many kids will still be getting those cuts yeah but you don't know any better. No, like, you don't. Of well, course no not. Place to go. No, there's a handful down here in Melbourne. Mm. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Let's talk a bit about um, Kirk came on to be part of the Beans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what it was like being married and coming, doing all of this and because I know there were some struggles? Yeah. Yeah. So Kirk and I, um, we actually had our 14th wedding anniversary this week. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. But been together for 20 years. We're right, baby. yeah. Um, and we, he, he would, before we were, we were really young, um, the thought of he would talk to me sometimes about having a child with a disability and how scary he thought that would mm. be. It was actually a mm. something he thought about, mm. something I thought about. Right. Didn't phase me. Like, yeah, I just didn't think about it. Um, and I and I just remember that now. I'm like, I remember there were a few conversations we had. Um, anyway, then when Willow, um, when she was early and we got that routine brain scan, um, I um, I just I wasn't coping to start with. Um, mm people like it was just so much so he sort of was my rock like mm. he was like yep he was there he um came to every appointment mm. he was so strong um he never showed that any of it upset him um he was just yeah he he was amazing he and he's always been a hands-on dad mm. um so and he builds but- things yeah, yeah, but just kept it to himself. And he's very good at that. Like he has quite a stressful job, but come home and you wouldn't know. Like he, he mm. keeps it to himself, yeah. um, which um, I, I now know that he does. Um, yeah. But so I think once Willow, I did start the Instagram page and I was feeling um, just so empowered by these other parents and connected and mm. um, confident in my parenting journey. Yeah. Um and I, I, I think that's when he internally mm. must have felt like, oh, I don't have to be as strong anymore. Yeah. Still didn't show me. Yeah. Um, so sort of we just kept going on. Of course. Like, got very strong um, marriage, like barely fight, like we're the best of friends. Um, so I guess there was, when did that happen? Like it, it just got to a stage where one day randomly we went to a wedding and this was completely random. He was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like I, you guys would be better off without me. I need to go. And I was like, what are you talking? Like just flabbergasted out yeah. of nowhere. We hadn't had a fight. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
Um, and he actually left for a week and mm. it was the darkest, darkest mm. time ever. Um, but it turns out he had just a mental breakdown. Mm. Um, they said they um, he had situational depression and mm. it stemmed from Willow's birth. Mm. And so he had trauma from everything mm. we'd been through, the operation, everything, mm. but didn't talk about it with anyone, mm. didn't really talk to me about it. Mm. I was talking to all these parents all over yes, the world. Yes, that's right. I was, I was fine. Yeah. And he always did seem so happy. So, and I know him really well. Like mm. I know him and I'm like, he's like, he's fine. Um, but then when it all came to play, I just started thinking back and I'm like, oh, he was a little bit more snappy. The girls did stress him out a little mm. bit more. Um, he was drinking a little bit more than mm. he normally. So mm. looking back, there are all these little signs. Mm. But you're so busy. Of like, course, there's not much happy. room. They're happy. Yeah. I just just kept going along with life. Um, so it was a really difficult six months. He sort of got better and then spiralled again. And mm. um, in the end, went to a doctor. Um, he got medication. Um, they diagnosed him like, with depression. Um, and he decided not to stop drinking because he realised he was drinking to numb yeah. his pain that he was internally feeling. Um, and he hasn't drank for two and a half years now. Oh. Um, and he is just... He's doing amazing. Right. He's, he's doing amazing. And he actually said um, it just he wishes he'd spoke up sooner mm. um, and because he's like, I feel like I miss so much of mm. Willow and Ava's life. He's like when you were celebrating all these achievements that she was doing, all the little inch stones and things like that, he's like, I couldn't see it. Like yeah. I just was such a dark place. Yeah. Um, and even I love that I've got Willow's account because he was actually looking with Willow at it the other night. They went all the way back oh. and he was just like, and Willow thought it was fantastic. They were laughing <laughs> and he's like, I just don't remember any yes, of it. Yes, it's all there. And he's like, it's just so sad. So he's really passionate about men's mental yes. health. Started um, wellbeing programs at work. Yes. Really passionate about it because he's like, no one should have to feel waste their life feeling this way. Yeah. Like, and pretending they're okay. Mm. Um, so it was the absolute worst thing that happened, but the best as well. Yeah. Now and he's truly happy. Yeah. yeah. And he can be, tell his truth. And thank God he yeah. told you. Yeah. Thank God he told you. Yes. Oh, I know. Mm. I know. But, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. Journey. Yeah, yeah. He's a, I, don't, I mean, I don't know him, know him. I only yeah. know him through the beans, but he just seems like a really awesome human. Yeah. He's the best human, mm. the mm. best human. And the girls idolise him. They Willow, um, like she'll say he's her favourite. <laughs> I'm not allowed to put Willow to bed. I'm not allowed to um, do anything. Like Dad has to put yeah, her to bed. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful. Um, yeah, so it's really nice. I love the dad of daughters. We have got mm. three daughters love- too and the times I've found my husband like, doing brushing hair and doing ponytails mm. and all the things like he's got two brothers, one sister, but mm. mainly boys yeah. in his house. See him yeah. with the three girls and doing mm. all that. Oh. You know, I've got a photo of him at the Royal Children's with the pink backpack on yeah. and all gorgeous. that gorgeous stuff. Yeah. And you know that they, it's, you know, um, CP dads. a relationship. Yeah, it really is. And he'll be in there because with my twins, we'd have one having surgery, the other one. So one would take us. One would go in with one to have the general. The other one would go in with the other. Like we were a team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's 
it was Father's Day the other, yeah, Father's Day. Yeah. But the girls had a gymnastics competition. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and that's I'm rude. Like, oh, I'm like, babe, <laughs> I'm like, how about you just, you sleep in, I'll take the girls and then you can just have a nice sleeping on Father's Day and we'll come home and celebrate. It's like, no way. Like, I'm going to the gymnastics. Oh, class. yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Speaking yeah. about gymnastics, tell us about Willow and her gymnastics. Oh, I yeah. love seeing it. Mm. Oh, she's incredible. So she, um, like Willow tries everything. Nothing's too hard for her. The other day, actually, we went on this huge hike. I'm like, you're not going to, like, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Um, she's like, yes, I will, mum. And she did. So that's just her attitude. Like, mm. I can do anything. I will do everything. Um, so Ava was doing gymnastics and Willow would go along and watch. Um, and she's like, I want to, like, I want to do gymnastics. I got her into gymnastics and she did one-on-one. Um she loved it. They had to help her with everything. She didn't care. Like she just thought it was fabulous mm. um, that she was, it wasn't a therapy. She yeah. was just doing activity like yeah. Ava everyone yeah. else. Yeah. 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 And then um, Ava started competing in gymnastics. So Willow was like, oh, I want to compete. I'm like, oh, like she sort of ca- caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, okay. Um, because to compete, in how Ava does, um, you have a person that you work with and you perform all these skills together. Mm. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm like, I'll talk to the club and I'll see what they say. And um, so I spoke to them and um, M, M, her name is, and she was like, oh, she's like, yeah, she's like, of course she can. She's like, I don't know how, there's not a program, so let me figure it all out. Um, so she got in contact with New South Wales Gymnastics and there was had there had never been a child with a disability who'd competed before. Unbelievable. So they had to write the program. Like, right. So Willow was the first one to ever compete. And she does, and because to compete, like it's very strict gymnastics. If you want to compete, if you're in mm. level one or two, you do two days a week for two hours a day. Mm. Um, so I was like, Willow, it's four hours a day, um, four hours a week. And she's like, I don't care. So but she did it. She, she's just um, gymnastics has been everything for her. Oh. Like to that gym, she's just got all these friends. Um, they all love her. She loves them. She's just part of it. No one looks at her like hmm. she's different. She can't do it. She has cerebral palsy. Like no one cares, and like they shouldn't. But Mm-mm. it's it's just amazing watching her there. She just beams, and she's so happy for that two hours. Oh. So she's got a beautiful partner who's a teacher and she said, I'll be her partner. Um, so, yeah, she did her first comp and it was just the best thing. Like, <laughs> what a day. Everyone was, um, because it's they're quite a long day, like mm. her first comp was six hours. And mm, far out. The same song plays over and over. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> like, can't they just do different songs? Goodness <laughs> me. <laughs> So it's a very long day, but when Willow came on, everything's quiet because, like, it's they haven't seen my girl with several balls. She has to do modified versions. Obviously, she can't do a cartwheel. So she does a version of the cartwheel. She sends it to them what it looks like, and then they mark her based on Ah. that. Um, And it's just amazing. And she's so confident doing it. It's it's incredible. She's actually got a um, competition this weekend. I can't wait. Like it's oh, just yeah. so great. The best thing ever. And she um she got gold. She got first. Woo. I won the whole thing, Mum. I'm like, <laughs> wow. It's the best part sometimes. Against anyone else. But you did. Yeah, it doesn't matter. matter. She was. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's like, and she just, she's and on there, like, makes the crowd go wild. Like, she of gets it. Of course. Like, yeah. um, it's just the best. It's, and she's paving the way and so are you. Yeah. Well, that's it. Now there's so there's actually a little girl with cerebral palsy that started at her gym. She uh, she a walker and she's like, I saw Willow do gymnastics. Yes. yes. There are so many parents that are doing gymnastics now. Um. And it's incredible. Like it's she something does- what the little girls want to do, oh, do in primary school. My girls couldn't do exactly. handstands and cartwheels and it was very upsetting for them at mm-hmm. school. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing. And we put our, um, Shirley does physio once a fortnight for yeah. an hour and it's on a Saturday, but her physio is like the, the amount of gains and strength she's mm-hmm. getting. That's right. From this is so good. And she does get tired, but... um. Her, if she's ever tired, like her teacher, the owner there will be like, Willow, you're training because Willow loves to train and teach. So she'll get her to come around with her and all the level six highest girls, Willow will go, <laughs> you're like, no, nah, do it this way. <laughs> so, That's the yeah. best. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> and so now glad. somewhere along this story, a little third baby arrived, yeah? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's another one. Um, so we actually were only going to have two. Yep. Um, and Kirk, I always wanted three. Kirk is very much like we got so much going on. Mm. Um, and, and he was worried. Um, what if we have a, another premature birth? Um, yes. What if something mm. goes wrong? Mm. Once uh, you've seen something go wrong, mm. you're just aware. Yeah, it was yeah. a worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, it is true. Like how could I? I just thought it would be selfish of me. Mm have a baby um and I already felt guilty about leaving Avery out and things yeah. like that um so Indy was a su- surprise <laughs> um but once we found out we were just over the moon mm. it was just the best thing ever um but funnily enough I wasn't worried I just thought I, I always thought that I'd be so scared along the pregnancy mm. like came early um, I wasn't worried at all. It was a great pregnancy. She was actually, um, we had a plan C-section for her mm. because I was at risk of the mm. same um, like ruptures and things like that. Um, so, yeah, she's just the best thing ever. And she's. She was funny. Uh, in those she was funny. Very funny. She's oh, she's <laughs> so funny. She's just, she's a cracker. Well, they she's, all are. They're all full of pizzazz, yeah, aren't are. they? Yeah. Oh, they are. So sassy. They must get it from Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she actually turned six this year. Oh, but she's um she that. was like, I know it's so cliche, like the missing puzzle piece, but yeah. It was just amazing once we had her how much our life changed. Like yes. it took so much of the spotlight. Yes, I understand that. Cerebral palsy. I'm yeah. like, oh. like it it just was different. Um mm. And it was great for Willow. Willow thought yeah, she's like, a big sister. Yeah, like Willow would pretend to be a mom all the time. Yeah, yeah. really good for that role. Oh, I loved all her alter egos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know Katie. Katie, <laughs> yeah, <Robert>. Katie. <laughs> I actually saw a video the other day of um, Willow going Lily because she Lily was her daughter. Yeah. Her daughter that she had, but she would always call Indy Lily and like. <sighs> Like, who the hell is <laughs> These videos were amazing, people. Yeah, go just back the and look at them all. Go Willow's yeah, CP yeah, journey. They are I'll tag it in our um, yes. husband. Yeah. yeah, she's so oh, funny. So yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I feel like we all felt like we knew you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Everyone yeah. would always ask for more Ron content. Like, yes. Ron. 
He's like, he's still not good. He still just doesn't do anything. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know where she got these roles from because Kirk's not like that. No, no, it's brilliant. But yeah, Ron always, as well. Yeah. Doesn't, kids doesn't help me. Like, oh God. <laughs> so she was very entertaining. It's a very entertaining house. Extremely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Now tell us about kindship. Yes. Because we love it, but we want everybody else to know. Yeah. And we, we interviewed the founder mm. a couple of yeah. years ago. So tell us about your role. Um, so Summer was following along Willow's page mm. for a while. Um and she, so Kindship was called Able Finder. I think yes, it was about that's right. four, four years ago. Yeah. She did that. Um, and Summer, for those who haven't seen the episode, um, she's our CEO. Yep. She has a diagnosis of autism herself and she was a speech therapist. Mm. So she was constantly seeing these parents come in and they just looked exhausted. Mm. And she'd work with these children and it just, every appointment, she was like, who is looking after these families? Yeah. Um, we're, we're giving the children all these tools and all the tools to help their kids, but who is actually helping them? And then mm. one day she went outside and the parent she just had, she saw her, her child was in the car and she was just breaking down crying in the car. Mm. And that's when Kindship was born. She's like, there has to be a place for parents to connect and mm. um, inspire and help each other. And so that's how Kindship was born. Um, it changed to Kindship two years ago when I came on board. Mm. Um, she reached out to me and I started just writing some blogs. I was doing some blog writing um, and she loved watching Willow's videos as well and all the early intervention things we were doing. So I came on sort of in that capacity and role. Um, and Sandy and Steph, um, they came on as well. So they had a parent wellness Facebook group. Um, so we all came on as co-founders and we've done so much in, in that yes. too. Yes. I'm now head of marketing, so I'm on their socials. Um, and it's sharing. beautiful. The yeah. socials oh, are yeah. so beautiful. Doing ridiculous things. Um, so, so beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, so at the moment we've just launched um, plan management. So Yes, which is enormous. Yeah, so to um, we were running Kindship off grants and yes. um, fundraising and things like mm. that because the reality is it's, it's a free app, um, but... We need to get money from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We actually, um, it was just a common theme that just kept coming up with our community. Parents were struggling with the NDIS. Yeah. Um, they didn't understand it. It was overwhelming. It was so stressful. Um, and so that's what sort of sparked this idea. What about if we do plan management but do it in the kindship way? Oh, like awesome. More than plan management. It's not just about paying invoices. Yeah. It's a um yeah, that community aspect, but educating and like we're learning from each other. Um, on top of that, we actually we're just about to launch next week. Um, these are some free tools, so it's it's sort of to show a sneak peek of what we do mm. with premium and how we are more than just a plan manager. Um, but one of them is, which is amazing, um, is a trio bio form, um, and it's all online. And even that can be exhausting and daunting to write down like a form so people understand and know your child. Mm. Um, so we've done it in a way that they're really simple questions with examples so you don't have to mm. use too much power and, it, and it's just not hard. Um, so you fill out this comprehensive sort of form. We turn it into, um, we put it all together. We put it on the app. 
and we give you a unique, secure link so you can share that with anyone. So ah. like it was ah. the Willow School and there's a new casual teacher and I was like, oh, my God, they uh, don't know. Yes. We're like, hey, I've got this link. Did you want to check it out? So good. It's easy to read. So good. Um, my favourite part of it is the bottom part where it gives you opportunities to say, if I am struggling with, you can do this. Mm. Because people don't understand. Like Willow does a lot of things that might perceive as, oh, she's being um, disruptive, or but it actually means something else. So mm. um, it's just all about getting people to understand your child. So that's number one. Um, and the other thing we're doing is breaking down an NDIS plan. So a common theme is parents know their budgets and they, they get the gist, but it's confusing to know the different categories. Yes, and core supports. Or just who money. never knows what they mean? Yeah. No, like I'm still, yeah. So it breaks down the plan and gives you suggestions of actually how to maximise it with different therapies, mm. which is also will be useful. Everyone's on a wait list at yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but have this bucket of money to use for like speech therapy, say, but there's no speech therapist around. So what it will also help with is letting you know what other things you can do yeah. to help with those goals because mm. you just don't know. No. Um, so, yeah, that's very exciting. That will be coming out um, next week and it's free for everyone. Um, if it's a link to premium, great. If it's not, they have these free tools yeah. on the app. Um, yeah, but and you make of- great little videos. Oh yeah, tell us about. <laughs> well, someone else has got an alter ego. Yeah, in you, your house. you have an alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually put it on socials today. So we've got a character Barb. Yeah, Barb. I love Barb. <laughs> Barb is oh, me. God. Yeah, Barb is all of us. Yes. Um, when some of the CEO put it to me, she said, "Know how you do all your videos?" Yeah. She, what about if we had? Because in the app, we've got a, like a support chat. Mm. And then she's like, what about if it was more than a support chat? Like, because we've got some crazy tech wizards that do Mm. all these amazing things that if it's, because most of the time parents, we don't have time to chat during the day. It's right when you're like, oh, what does that mean? Mm. Um, So the idea is you can write anytime and you'll get an answer. Um, Obviously, you can speak to a real person as well. Mm. Um, But Summer's like, what do you call a barb? And she's and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, could be this character. And I just got so excited. <laughs> I've made this character called Barb and she's a hoot. Um, so she's like, what about if Barb also came onto socials? I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> Barb's my alter ego on socials. Yeah, I love um, it. Yeah. And and it's just about like on socials, it's about educating, like mm. educating about the NDIS and all the overwhelming stressful yeah. things don't make any sense in a super, super simple way that's just relatable, funny every now and again. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be so serious. Yeah, and, it doesn't. Oh, that's yeah. just so, so nice to have something like it. Yes, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really uh-huh. good. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I love, we like it. It's oh, got what? the P stamp of approval. Totally. <laughs> and if people have ideas for Barb, they can contact you. <laughs> Ask Barb a question. Yes. <laughs> what would Dear Barb, Barb do? What would Barb do? WWBJD. That's what we want. Barb's there to help. Yeah, brilliant. I've actually been making some reels and I'm like just cracking up laughing. Oh, at yeah. Good. What are you doing, Mum? I'm like, I'm Barb. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's brilliant, Tara. You've got great um, entrepreneurial skills, don't you? 
Yeah, well, I just I like being creative. And, yes, um, I like. Yeah, I just go with it. It's like, just yeah, I don't say no. Just try to have fun with it mm. and be creative. Um, the people I work with are amazing. Like, I mm. feel like um, I do the crazy creative things, but they're just amazing. Steph and Sandy, like, they just care so much about the community. Mm. It's just, yeah, I work with great people. Oh, brilliant. And probably at a time yeah. where you were starting to think about what am I going to do Well, work-wise. that's it. When um, Willow started kindergarten, I was like, oh, I can start working again. And I was like, but when? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, I have to take her to and from school. Yes. Mm. Okay, so that's about five and a half hours in a day. And I'm like, hey, where am I going to work? I um, know. It's the P question. It is the P question. Mm. Well, because she came early, I didn't end up finishing I did my nine weeks of my 10-week internship oh. and um, they wanted me to redo the whole thing. Oh, oh my garbage. Yep. So, um, So I actually started working, you know, my sister-in-law was a director at a preschool and I'm like, can you just give me two days for this mm. amount? Yeah. And she was amazing. She was like, yep, do it. Um, but even though I struggled with that still, like mm. just those two days. Um, So when Summer reached out, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Um. And that's another thing we're passionate about with Kindship. We want to create jobs for families mm-hmm. because we get the yes, totally yeah, yep. regular job. Yeah, yep. our plan is they'll all be parents, um, yeah. lived experience, flexible working. Because we just we get ha- it. We have to. Mm, yeah, we uh, do. and the appointments and things. Like yeah. I just like oh, got therapy today. I won't be on. Yeah, um, and no one minds. Like, no, no the best. Yeah. yeah, that's the best about P women. Oh, the yeah. absolute best. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kate and I do that all the time. All the time. I can't yeah. come today. Can't I can't do, do this. This has happened. Got to do it from home. You don't even have to explain it. No, like, it's I the can't. Best. Okay. Yeah, we just go. <laughs> sure. Oh, that's like us. Yeah. In like a week, I, I might it. remember to tell you why, but I might not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. You just get it. Yeah, mm. and that's what's great about being around a community that understands. Like they just. Don't have to explain. It's life changing. Mm. It is. Yeah. Oh well, we're thrilled for you. You found your niche. Yeah. You, oh, yes. We could talk forever and ever and ever, but we're getting close to time. Is there anything we've missed that you want to tell the world? Um, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like we could just talk for. I know forever. <laughs> I think we've covered. Yeah, covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's lovely to, to talk to you. It's lovely. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I just. Congratulations on all the terrific things you've done. Mm. Well done for opening up that world of sharing your daughter and Mm. everything to the world on Instagram and showing people how to do it so beautifully. Mm. Yeah. And having fun with it. And having fun. And it just felt like this house of love. It didn't feel like, oh, this is a burden. No, No, not one bit. It was a beautiful. Yeah. 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 It really wasn't. Willow actually wants to take over the account. Of course. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Like I'm going to take over and inspire people. Oh, she will. <laughs> yeah, she will. She, absolutely, she already yep. does. Yep. So the yep. world's her oyster, hey? Yeah. So keep out, keep a look out for oh, that. Oh, we will be. <laughs> We're a big fans. Yeah, so thank you so <laughs> thank much you, and you. keep oh, going. You're doing a tremendous yeah. job. Yeah. It was so nice chatting. So lovely. Thank you.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.